tips and resources that empower them to be bold and stand in their brilliance on my globally recognized show, Brilliant Marketing with Mary. also known as Mobile Mary. I'm the founder of Another Brilliant Idea, and I'm dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs grow their business with digital marketing and communication tools, tips, and resources that empower them to be bold and stand in their brilliance on my globally recognized show, Brilliant Marketing with Mary. Hey, 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 and welcome to the Brilliant Marketing with Mary show. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm so excited to have another amazing friend and uh, fellow creative marketing expert. And we're going to be sharing some awesome, awesome tips with you today. I am... We just behind the scenes a little bit, just a little always transparent here on the Brilliant Marketing with Mary show. We've been having some technical issues and isn't that the case with everything in life, right? You think you have everything dialed in, but you know what? You need to learn to go with the flow. And Alex and I were just talking off off screen that, um, you know, we used to be at a point in our careers where that would really bother us. But with knowing that everything is going to be okay, right? With balancing all the things in your life. You just realize you just rolling with it is going to be better on many, many levels. So as I said, today, uh, my guest is Alex Cape, and um, I am so honored to have her talk about the three instantly actionable hacks to unlock your creativity in your marketing. Um, she is a creativity coach. In fact, I want to make sure I read this correctly because um she has done so much. And um, again, there might be one person who doesn't know who she is, but in case you don't know, Alex is a creativity coach, singer, songwriter, keynote speaker, and CEO of Creative Self Revolution in LA. Her speaking engagements include Microsoft, eWomen Network, and Small Business University. In her business, Creative Self Revolution, she uses unique creativity coaching processes to enhance personal and professional development. Her focuses include perfectionism, growth mindset, and work-life balance. Through her work, speaking, and music, Alex is on her mission to provide inspiration worldwide, giving people powerful tools involving creativity and mindset and empower everyone to live a life that they truly love. So without further ado, let's bring Alex into our screen here. And um, again, she is so generous to uh, share her time with us today. Welcome, Alex. Hello. Thank you for having me today. You are so welcome. And thank you for rolling with the glitch. (laughs) We're just going to call it the glitch. We'll just name it. Name it and claim it. And it's going to be okay. I love it. So, Alex, did I pronounce your last name correctly? It's it's Cap. It's Cap. Okay. I apologize. I introduced you as Cape. But, you know, you are kind of a superhero and superheroes wear capes. Exactly. So today we're talking about, as I said earlier, how to use three instantly actionable hacks to unlock your creativity in marketing. And um, tell me what uh, you mean by instantly actionable. Fantastic. Okay. Well, here we go. Having another glitch. (laughs) So I will share a little bit about um, the fact that Alex has a brilliant marketing share. Every week I try 
to, um, oh, here she's back. That's awesome. Here, we'll bring her back in. Um, every week, we I always ask my guests to um, share what they feel is a brilliant marketing share. Um, and Alex, why don't you address the, what you shared me with this statistic? Yeah, so there have been studies done about um, kids and where they fall on the creativity scale. And so basically, they did a study and they gave this test to all these preschoolers. And they're like, yeah, some of them are going to be creative geniuses. 98% of them tested as creative geniuses, which is amazing. Wow. Then they followed up the test five years later. It went down to about 30%. They followed up the test about 10 years later, went down to 12%. And then as we're adults, it's down to 2%. But the point being, we all were creative geniuses as kids, so we all have it. It's just we we suppress it. We suppress it out of ourselves. It's really what happens. Wow. That is so sad. In fact, I wish I had the video uh, queued up. Yesterday, I was driving home from a college reunion and I stopped at this really cool playground because I think I was sharing with you off screen that I talk all the time about how we really need to get back to playing with our marketing, right? Playing with our business. So we wake up energized and looking forward to playing on the playground of our business, right? And so I stopped at this uh, park and I must have been inspired from you subconsciously because I had so much joy listening to the kids laugh and I saw them, you know, on these giant double swings and there was a little boy that um, I asked the mom with her permission and, um, and she said it'd be okay. I literally um, videotaped this little boy standing up on a, um, he was on some kind of sculpture and it was a clearly a, a dolphin sculpture and he was saying, yeah. Yahoo! I'm a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. And he was doing this like swinging with down like he had a lasso and he was really standing on a dolphin, you know? And then he started, he saw a friend and he's yelling, hi, so-and-so, you know, it was like, and I was like, so overcome with joy because that could be us too. But we, as you said, we suppress it and it really takes the fun. I always say, take the fun out of your funnels. We want to put fun back in our funnels, right? Um, yes. So tell me a little bit about how, because you mentioned that you not only help business owners, but you also help people person personally in their personal lives as well, like unlock the creativity. What kind of problems do people bring to you that you help fix? Um, so, I mean, a lot of people will come to me when they are at a transition moment where they sort of just like forgotten who they are. Maybe they have, you know, the kids have left the house or a relationship has just ended and now they're at home thinking, I don't know who I am without this. And wow. so my vehicle to help them rediscover that is through creativity because it really connects you to yourself. It helps you to process things. It helps you to feel that joy again. You know what you connect to that, just like you were saying, it's so much about the joy and so much in marketing. I think you're totally right. It's about the joy because when we come at it and we hate what we're doing, people feel that and then they don't want to come to us. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I was just thinking about when I was in the park, I was thinking, you know what? I bet it totally like people pick up on that vibe. Yeah. If you're just going through the motions and you're like, oh, what do I have to post on social today? What do I need to send out in my email this week? What am I going? I mean, like you can just feel that thick sludge, you know, that they're walking through. But when you have more of a joy, kind of like what we're doing by, you know, not freaking out every time the camera goes off on this <laughs> show. <laughs> I think like, right. It just kind of permeates through that. You know what? Life is short and we're just going to enjoy it along the way. Absolutely. So some, <laughs> something else that you uh, mentioned, and I thought this was kind of cool when I asked you, well, there you go. 
<laughs> Every time I seem to be using this little, um, uh, they call it um, uh, on-screen agenda, it kicks her right off. <laughs> but sometimes it doesn't, so we don't know. Anyways, but her marketing tip was um, utilizing and sticking to creative routine in your calendar and then batching sh uh, shooting in that time slot will get your most creative content done all at once. So basically when you're feeling the mood, get it done, right? Don't wait. Don't try to do something every day. Batch it. And I, I'm on the same uh, page as her. I did a talk for eWomen about um, batching your content, both um, in getting your work done as well as creating the content itself. Because I think that, you know, when the mood strikes, right, your hair looks right or your makeup is done, guys don't have any clue about this, right? <laughs> they don't even understand. Like, why would you have to worry about if your hair was done or your makeup was done? But girls worry about this kind of stuff. So um, when you just are feeling, or maybe you're in the uh, what they call the um, uh, the golden hour, right? When the sun is just about to go down, but it's everything is glowing, and you go outside and you can create a video, you know, speak into your phone or um, take a cute picture of yourself or the content that you're talking about, um, something of inspiration. Um, just get it done, and then then while you're inspired. Get everything done at the same time. And then you can let that be something that you trickle out um, over time, which is great. Okay. I saw her come back in, but I don't, oh, there she goes. Okay. So when she comes on, I will bring her back in. So something that um, uh, my marketing magic with Mary is a tip that I give is that I really want people to learn how to be playful in their marketing because at the basic level, people love to play, right? It starts as, as um, Alex was pointing out. Um, in preschool and kindergarten, right? There's a, a famous poem, and I probably should have um, uh, pulled it up before, but it was everything I uh, that I learned in kindergarten, right? And, you know, play well with others, share, <laughs> be kind. You know, all those things um, are so important to remember, not just in life, but in business as well, right? You want to play with someone in their playground if they're, you know, uh, someone who, oh, I think I hear her. Awesome. Here she is again. Okay. We're coming up. We're coming up. There she is. Yay! <laughs> I just pent, been penting without you. It's awesome. So let's get to those three actionable tips. So what's number one? The first one is giving yourself permission or having somebody give you permission to release that perfectionism. And it sounds really simple, but this is half of what I do as a creativity coach is just giving people that permission. You can do it wrong. You can do it messy. It doesn't have to be right. And sometimes people feel so freed by that. Like, oh, I can, because if we just try to do it ourselves, we think that this has to be just right. And we hold on to it. So I'm giving that permission to everybody today that you can release some of that perfectionism. It's okay. And, you know, looked at us rolling with it. Life, life is all improvis improvisation. And so right. that's the first thing I think that really needs to happen is just that switch. I love that. And, you know, in the world of the, of digital, you can always go back and fix it later. So I talked to a lot of people. We help them create courses by filming them. And if they think, oh, my gosh, I have to wait till it's perfect. Well, guess what? It, the content most likely will change next year, right? New trends, new information, new research will come up. And you have the ability with digital marketing to replace that. And no one would be the wiser. Someone who bought it this year is going to get great content or information from you. And the people who have it next year will also have the same great content just updated and then everybody wins. So I love that. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So that's number one. Give yourself permission to release the perfection. I love that. Okay. What is, okay. <laughs> I just lost her again. I was just saying, what's number two? Because we actually 
decided to be spontaneous um, in this. And so I didn't have her answers before. So here she is again. <laughs> I'm just vamping. It's all good. Okay. So what is number two? Okay. I just lost her again. Gotta love the software today. I can't wait now. I'm just like on the edge of my seat of what number two could be. Um, but it's true. I think sometimes we are the hardest on ourselves. We think that everything needs to be perfect, as she was saying, or that we have to have all our ducks in a row. We can't even, even just talk about something before it's absolutely perfect and finished. And a good friend of mine, her name is Molly Mahoney. She actually teaches um, to sell it first which means if you have a concept of something that you think um, is going to be really helpful and lead from service with your customers, with your uh, client base, if you put it out there and say, hey, if I create a, a, um, if I create a uh, course about blank, would anybody be interested in signing up to be on the um, waiting list? And then if people start responding, um, I'm talking about selling it first, right? When you have a concept, maybe that's not completely ironed out or all your ducks aren't in a row. If you just throw it out there, you'd be amazed. You'll if you'll either get great feedback, either way, you're going to get great feedback. If you had nobody answering you, you'll go, okay, I'm not going to waste my time building something that no one wants. Or two, you might have an overwhelming, heck yeah, I want to be a part of that. Let me know when it's available. It doesn't even have to be done yeah. when you launch it. So that was just... Um, Something I shared while you were off screen. <laughs> so what's number two actionable tip? Okay, so it's asking your five-year-old. So oh. when, which I think is a really fun concept. You know, ask your yeah. five-year-old when you're about to do something, go back to that version of yourself. What would they do in this situation? It can be a marketing thing. They might, you think, oh, maybe they thought about being a dolphin and having a lasso. And that's not entirely relevant. But you just start to like pour out those ideas. Do not um, edit them while they're happening. Let that five-year-old just go crazy with the ideas and pour them onto the page. Then take the time to go back and edit. A lot of times we try to do both at the same time because we think we're being efficient. And really that's two different parts of your brain. And we really oh. need to separate those processes out. Right. Like the left yeah. and right side. Yeah. And also Which just to put bring joy oh. into what you're doing. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I'm so sorry. I was just saying, what, what is it? The right brain that is creative and the left brain that's analytical? You know remember. what? I should absolutely know this, but I always forget. I always mix it up. That's okay. It's okay. I just thought if you knew, I could say, I, for some reason, I remember right brain being creative because I'm creative. So I'm like, I'm always right. Right. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. yeah. Always right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways. So, um, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So ask your, so if you, you're not saying I like, go find a five-year-old and ask them, you're saying you ask yourself. Ask yourself and just sort of find call. it. The things that you're joyful about, like think about the things that you like to do, whether it's drawing or whether it's gardening or whether it's, you know, quilting or whatever it is, and to start to bring those things in. I'm really about like integrating your whole self into your marketing, because a lot of times we just try to separate out and just be the expert. Oh, well, if I write anything else in there. Oh, my gosh. I hear you. Alex. Yeah, I think I feel the same thing. I, I always feel like I have to clean it up and, and do it at the same time. And I think you're right. When she comes back, she can finish her thought um, that I think that we um, get so hard on ourselves and we feel like we have to do everything at the same time. Sometimes it's better to slow down to speed up. 
heard that so many times from, from the gurus that sometimes we're so in a rush to make that sale or to get something finished, you know, to get it on the big, you know, board that I got, I checked it off that I got it done. Right. But you're such in a rush to do it. Sometimes things are missing and you're like, oh my gosh, I, how did I forget that one element? And it's because you thought you had to do everything all at once. But if you slow down, as she was saying, to create whatever you want through your five-year-old lens, right? Through the, of your childhood lens, then I think that you can take the time to then say, okay, what are something as a professional that I would need to build into that on top of the five-year-old perspective? <laughs> so, but again, as I said earlier, it's, you know, Alex was saying that perfectionism is the killer of all, you know, joy, right? Because you know, we think they being all buttoned up is important, but after a while, it just will wear on you. And it's, it's really to your detriment to do that. And I hear her coming back. Yay. <laughs> this has been the most fun show, right? With all the, the cool, you know, it's so in the moment. It's almost like reality TV. Um, <laughs> and I just clicked her to come in and she and her, the software kicked her off again. So awesome. So um, we're talking about, if you hadn't uh, seen this yet, we're talking about how to use three instant, instantly actionable, say that three times fast, hacks to unlock your creativity and your marketing. And as Alex was sharing uh, with us, that the first one was to give yourself permission to release the perfection. If I get her to come up, I'll be so excited. Okay. She went away again. <laughs> so she told me to give uh, release that you need to give yourself permission, which is so important, right? The second one was ask your five-year-old self about what you're working on. And if that, if your five-year-old self's like, yeah, that's super cool. I want to totally do that. Then it's something that you think maybe you're on the right track, right? And if you do have a five-year-old in your life, ask them their concept. Of course, you know, make it so something that would relate to them. But, um, and I think sometimes that creativity um, is something that will just, you know, spark something in your life that you didn't expect. Um, I'm going to share a tip that helps me. And I, it might be just me because I love swings. But sometimes when I'm stuck, or I'm just in a mood where I feel like, ugh, I just, I'm just not feeling it today. Or I'm trying to think through a problem and I just, I can't seem to um, have it, you know, click. I actually go to the park and I jump on a swing. I, swinging for some reason releases the child in me. And I have a much more open mind when I'm, you know, I'm pulling my knees back and then I'm pushing forward and I'm almost like, you get caught up in the air for a second before you go back down. It's just such a release for me. I just absolutely love it. My husband is so sweet um, for our anniversary this summer. He built me a swing in our backyard, a full twin size bed swing. So I could lay out my feet out, put a little blanket on, read a book, have a cup of coffee or in the evening, a glass of wine. And it is absolutely the most joyful thing. So we're going to hopefully bring her on. And we're going to get the third hack. Yay! <laughs> I think this show is going to keep, keep people um, excited about staying on to see if you come back or not. So, <laughs> will she come back? Will Let's she? Won't she? Will she? All right, I'm going to do no more that? bottom things so we can get the third hack out before it kicks you off again. 
Okay. One thing I did want to add to the second one though, is just about like vulnerability. I used to think that was the thing we needed to hide, but really that's what lets people in. And that's part of what letting the perfectionism go does. You know, if you just sort of let that go and you, and you are a little bit less perfect or right now we're just improvising, people can relate to that more than if you're just absolutely polished. So I think it's important to, to do that. I love that. And I think people relate to you more too. I think, mm -hmm. you know, you're so right. Um, Cause people, you know, they, they think, you know, you know, they know how to do everything. I don't know how to do anything. But if you show that you drop the mic or kick somebody off the screen, <laughs> maybe it's okay. And that we're surviving. Right. Okay. What is number three of okay. the three actionable tips? Okay. So the third one is setting a creative routine. And this is something that you can start to do, but it, you know, builds over time. And this serves many different purposes. Um, so I'm talking about actually putting it into your calendar 30 minutes, three times a week, at least for three weeks, see what starts to happen to you. Because if you start setting aside time for that, rather than waiting for the muse all the time, you only get inspired so often if you do that. If you're constantly setting aside time to be creative, it starts to come in more. You're also less precious about the ideas when they do come. When they come like infrequently, you hold on to them. This is the only other day I'm gonna have for three months. But if you're constantly doing it, those ideas are coming in and you can kind of be like, oh, okay, you know, that works, that doesn't work. And so it's it's a really important thing to do. It's fun. It'll help you feel better and lighter and help you process life. Um, I'm like so I'm so rushing because I'm afraid I'm gonna get kicked out of the screen again. Um, but like, there's lots of different things you can do in this time. You could do something super artistic. Um, and my my view of creativity is not necessarily artistry. It is a state of mind. It is being open, imaginative, and curious. I love that. We all can do. And so you could you could paint, but you could also quilt. You could also um, take your phone and take pictures of nature and different angles. You're just seeing something in a different way. Um, you could do a writing practice. You could do creative visualization. So it's just setting aside that time and knowing you're going to get into that headspace. And over time, that really develops um, a habit that will serve you in literally every single part of your life. I love that. That is so cool. I actually learned once, and I can't remember now who said it. I was in some courses. I'm always learning, you know, trying to, and I think that's important too, right? We have to be open to always being a learner because that way, you know, we are open to new ideas. And the person said, um, if you work with your hands, you should rest with your mind. And if you work with your mind, you should rest with your hands. So if someone who's online all the time working on their business, you need to step away and go for a walk or do a craft or garden, something with their hands, right? But if their their business is being a landscaper, right? Or, you know, something physical like a work like a trainer, then resting would be maybe going and reading a book or um you know, something a little bit more cerebral. In fact, on that note, it's funny that um, we're talking about this today because today in the mail from Amazon, I actually ordered two things on creativity and I thought that I would share it during the show. So I'm like so excited. So these are both uh, um, resources from this gentleman that I actually met like 25 years ago. I was new in my business. I've been in business for 34 years and I'm only 35. Thank you for not laughing. Anyways, this gentleman, Roger Van Oak, have you ever heard of this, a whack on the side of the head? I have, but I have not actually read it. Okay. No, that's cool. I actually have his other one, which is a kick in the seat of the pants. And um, it's up in my bookshelf. But I ordered this because I was talking about, you know, that we're going to be doing this challenge coming up in a few weeks um, called Play, Play Your Way to Profits. Yes. And it's all about getting back to the basics of playing 
And so we can lighten the heck up and have some fun. So it's so cool that we're doing the show today. Anyways, so this is a book that's all completely filled with all these creative ways that um, will inspire you to think differently, right? And that was like Apple's, you know, phrase, right? Think differently was always their thing, which is kind of cool. And this is called the Creative Whack Pack. And they're like cards. Oh my gosh, Alex, you would love this. Seriously, I just got this. I'll put the link uh, for Amazon in the... um, in the comments when I post the show, but it has like cards that you can use. Like if you were doing like a group setting or something and there's like rules that you can pass them out and everyone can like look at the ones and they come from different uh, points of view. So um, if I think they have like um, explore warrior um, um, anyway, so it's like coming from a different part of your brain and it helps you, you know, it's like change your viewpoint, listen to your dreams, um, reverse something, see the positive. Anyways, there's all these really cool ideas in this. And I thought, oh my gosh, since I'm also in curious and helping people be more creative in their marketing, um, I'm excited to share these things. So it was so cool that we had today's schedule, even though we got kicked off 14,000 times. <laughs> so anyway, so I'll send you the link as well. So if you, um, interested in that and, um, anyway, I thought that would be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a, a little bit about how people can get in touch with you. Um, so if they need more creativity in their life and help you break through the barriers that they're sitting, they're living with. Yeah. And I just, just to tell, let people know that I used to be a massive perfectionist and I never thought that I would be at a place where I could not be like that. So if you're feeling that right now, like, oh man, that sounds really nice, but that's just not who I am. You can actually like shift it over. And that's something that I love to help people do. And I know it works too, because I've done it myself. Um, oh wait, before you do share. I don't want to, well, you can share if you want in the middle of the show, but before you go, you were telling me a little bit about how you go to um, workshops with Oscar winning um, composers to get ideas and you ask them questions and everything after. So I would love to hear some of the stories from your adventures um, talking with the composers to get help get creative ideas. Yeah, so this is super great because I am a singer songwriter as well. So from that perspective, it's so interesting to hear these composers talk about what they did. So we'll watch the movie and then they'll tell us about how they came up with the score for that movie. And um, just, That's you know, so cool. all kinds, it's so cool. And then just as a creativity coach to hear the creative process of these people who are at the top of their field. Um, really cool. And so the first one I would like to mention is Danny Elfman, who probably a lot of you are familiar with. Love him. And yeah. He's great. He's obviously very prolific. He's had a really long career. Um, but he said something that really made, just like lit me up when I heard it was the the, the um, person moderating the event was saying, well, aren't you frustrated when you come up with a whole score for something and then they trash it and they don't have that scene anymore or whether they mix something around and you have to redo it? Doesn't that just drive you crazy? And yeah. his answer was, no, I love it. I- I'm like a dog with a ball. You-, you threw the ball over here and I think, cool, what can I make over here? And you throw the ball over there and I think, oh, wow, what can I make there? That is his, that is his entire process. And to me, I was like, wow, if we all approached life with that kind of curiosity and it's an opportunity to do something else rather than a, oh man. Um, I just thought that was a, a beautiful example of, of how to really use that open creative growth mindset and see everything as a new growth opportunity. Right. So that was, that was me. Well, that says a lot about why he's so successful. Exactly. Right? Probably because if you're working with him as the director or anybody else in the process and you have a composer that's a whiny baby 
who complains, well, why'd you do that? And why'd you do that? Right. Versus someone like Danny, obviously that is like, Hey, no problem. Let's get to the next, you know, then of course they're going to want to work with someone who's creative and open-minded like that. I love that. Okay, yeah. Cool. Okay. Is there another one? Um, so I had another one about, about to the perfection issue. So the, uh, composer Trent Reznor, who's also a, a rock artist and oh. he's my favorite as well. Um, and so he has dealt with perfectionism a lot and this sort of goes to, uh, actually album producing. He came out with an album, did really well, sold lots of millions of copies. They said, great, do that again, do that exact thing again. We want another million copies. And he thought, oh my God, what am I going to do here? And we said, get that that way in our marketing something worked one time we think we have to make it perfect the next time otherwise we can't and so he looked at that piece of paper for years he literally couldn't do anything because he was so paralyzed by that perfection of i have to sell a million copies with this um wow. so he worked on himself and did self-work and mindset work and he was able to start just start you know just put something on the page just start to go with it you'll learn from it it's not always going to turn into something great, but you'll learn along the way and you're going to get more stuff. And when he right. went with that route, he's prolific. He's done all kinds of movies. He's done all kinds of um, albums. And so I think we can learn from that too. It's the just starting. It's allowing that first thing, allowing the mess to happen and sort of finding the mess interesting. Um, and it's about how you know life is about the journey, not the destination. And that is the same thing with what we're doing here. We just want hit our goalposts with this amount of money or this program or this, that, but really we right. have to enjoy the, the little things that happen along the way. Otherwise it can be kind of miserable. Right. Right. <laughs> I've, I've heard the expression, let your mess become your message. Yeah. Right? And so when you're, you know, you just think, oh my gosh, there's nothing to come out of this. I've made so many mistakes or I've fallen so many times and no one's going to think I'm credible or no one's going to think I'm, I know what I'm doing or, and, and you, all those little voices, I call it the enemy, right? Whispering in our ear. Um, we just have to say, you know, shut the heck up <laughs> and, and get behind me. I, I want to go forward and use the messes that I've lived through. It's going to help somebody bless somebody so they don't make the same mistakes or you could take those messes and change them just slightly to create something completely new, you know, out of the ashes, so to speak. So um, I love that, Alex. I bet you're helping so many people with this. I, I, I'm so proud of you. Oh, well, thank you. I hope so. And it's also just like really reframing failure. We think of failure as a bad word, but if you think about failure more as learning and success right. does not come without it. Like if you look at a, a success is on the top of a bunch of failures. If you never did all those things, you don't get to the success. Like you have to fail. And, and then you have Oh no. If it, she was saying as kids, if they're told that we, we did it wrong, sometimes some kids actually, um, use that as a challenge and some kids use that as a defeat, which I think is what you're going to say. So say it again, when kids are. Um, well, it also goes back to that first part about suppressing creativity. If we, our whole school system is about, you have to get an A on this thing, not so much like figuring out how to get there, then you're just paralyzed by just that number or that SAT score or whatever. And we become really fixated on that. Um, you told me a story about uh, your daughter, I think, where, which was a very growth mindset type of story. We can either view those things as scary and, oh, my gosh, how am I going to make this work? Or we can say, cool, I'm going to learn. I'm going to grow from that. What, what else can I learn? What else is there? Rather than being like, I just got to get this one thing right and then I'm a good person. And, right. the, and the failure does not define you. The fixed mindset says more like 
if you fail at something, you're a failure. Whereas right. with a growth mindset says, here's the thing I tried. It didn't work. Okay, let's try another thing. It doesn't have anything to do with who I am. It's just a thing that happened. I, I love that. That's so crazy that you're bringing this up because on my way, I was drove this weekend up to see some college girlfriends and I was listening to Brandon Richard's six growth tips, six growth something. <laughs> Anyways, and that was one thing he said is that when you find something that you can't do, instead of going, oh my gosh, I can't do it. It should, instead of stopping there, say, oh my gosh, that's something I need to learn more about. And then you go find someone who's an expert at I don't know, creativity that's going to help you open up your mind to a different way of thinking, right? Um, or if it's, you know, you need to learn Spanish for your job, you don't just go, oh, whatever. No, you're going to go take a class on learning how to speak Spanish because we all can learn. We all can get better at something. And then you never know who you're going to inspire on the way because, you know, kids, our kids are always watching us and they're not, don't have to be just our kids. They could be kids in our world, like nephews, nieces, kid next door, someone who's overhearing your story in a grocery store, you might be the inspiration for them to say, wow, if they could do that, maybe I can do that. It's not so scary. That didn't kill them. You know, it was trying, but you know what, through, we grow through fire, right? We are, when you're baptized through fire, what is that term you, you, when you get better steel strengthening, what is it? So I don't know. Steel, sharpened steel, um, like uh, the Stephen Covey thing, where I used to have his um, organizers, and he had a thing called, um, there was a section that about growth, and it was, uh, oh, someone in the comments, please tell us. Well, um, it says, sharp, uh, uh, something sharpens steel, sharpens steel, whatever. And it means that you have somebody in your life who challenges you to go to a next level, and that's kind of, kind of what you do, Alex, is that you're showing somebody a different way of of um, thinking and holding them accountable to change the way they're thinking so they can get to the next level in their life, which I exactly. think is really cool. Because, you know, sometimes we'll get excited by watching something like this and we'll think, okay, I'm going to go do this. And maybe it happens for a few weeks and then it falls off. Whereas if you have, you know, a coach you're working with on any number of things, Part of what they do is hold you accountable to keep doing that thing and to also be compassionate and helping you because sometimes people are so hard on themselves and have someone be like, it's okay that this hasn't worked yet, but, you know, keep right. going. And here's the next thing that we can do. And right. that's, that's you know, a beautiful thing to have. It's a useful thing to have in your personal life. It's a useful thing to have in your professional life. Like both of those things are, are worth investing in. I love that. I love that. Oh, my gosh. We have such a similar mindset. I just love I could talk to you all day. <laughs> <laughs> too. Wait. Sharp, steel sharpens. No, I'm going to find out what it is. There's a famous expression. Anyways, doesn't matter. Anyways, but you're obviously someone who's going to help somebody reframe what they're going through, help them look at it in a different way, uh, almost like a prism. Like you just need to yeah. change that a little bit to kind of see it a new way and go, oh, maybe it was standing right in front of you the whole time. But sometimes we just can't see the forest or the trees, you know? Absolutely. And that's partly another thing I love about growth mindset is the fixed mindset is this is the amount of things I have. I can't change it. This is all I can do. The growth mindset is coloring outside the lines, finding colors you didn't even know existed. And that's how it sort of relates to artistry too, that all comes together. And we can we can take those things and we can say this didn't work yet. And really just little shifts like that, that you do over time, start to rewire your brain to think differently. Um, another thing I wanted to mention is just, this doesn't, sometimes kids get worried also about learning and I am only this smart. 
Um, but we also do that as adults. We start to think, well, I'm this is where I am. I'm set in my ways. But really, we can learn. It is all just like a choice. We make the choice and keep making the choice over and over again to do something different. I love that. It's true. Life is all about a series of choices. And, um, if, and if we decide that maybe we made a wrong choice, we can turn around and make another choice. And that's okay. You know, I think that, I think some people think if, if I make the wrong decision and they get all, ah, I can never, you know, but no, it, there's so many success stories of people who have started over like Colonel Sanders, what, and he didn't even make his first chicken recipe until he was like in his fifties or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. He, he was like 55. I think when he started the chicken business or something and then like you know i mean we only see him with the beard you know because yeah, <laughs> so by the time we probably started doing marketing he was probably you know in his <laughs> 80s i don't know <laughs> but yeah. um but yeah it's like it's never too late it's never too late and if you're stuck you need somebody like alex so again let's roll uh, we'll finish up the show and then hang on afterwards because i want to take a cute little picture of us um but tell us alex how people can get a hold of you if they would like um a kick and a whack on the side of the head creativity with you. How can they get a hold of you? I'm much more gentle than that. Um, <laughs> but Not you, me. I'm the whack. You could be the nice yeah, soft. I'm, I'm, I'm a gentle nudging <laughs> along. Um, so, so you can email me. Um, am I allowed to say my email address? Um, yeah, say that. In fact, I'd love to put it up. I'm afraid if I do, I'm going to kick you off. Okay. <laughs> Today, the software is just not our friend. So just say it and, and we'll all write it in the comments. So it's alex at creative self revolution.com okay um i'm also on all the social media at creative self revolution so feel okay. free to connect with me on on there um those would be the main avenues and if you're interested in you know working on this or somebody who might need help with it or you know an organization that might need their workers to be more creative i go speak oh. with different corporations i recently really? spoke with microsoft like you said and so going in and just sort of talking to them about how to ignite that that creativity and inspiring them to to make the next you know set of choices that is so fantastic so you can help a whole team kind of break through if they're a little stuck you can help them kind of break through on their creativity i love that well hello microsoft not like you know microsoft no big deal <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a cool one. Just at creative, I mean, just creativeselfrevolution.com is my website. I should say that too. <laughs> oh yes, yes. You know. And I'm sure you have, you know, all the, you know, accolades of all these lo lovely companies on there as well. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> okay, so we're wrapping up the show again. I'm afraid of putting up on the screen, but just as you guys know, every Thursday at 12:30, I drop a new show um, with an amazingly brilliant, uh, marketing, a pal, um, talking about different ways that you can, um, up level your marketing. Um, because I think everyone is brilliant. We just need to, to take the, take the bushel off our candle or whatever that is, the light off, <laughs> whatever. We just need to shine our light out there in the world so we can have a big impact. So I want to thank you, Alex, for coming on and sharing that it is possible to have more creativity in your business. You just have to maybe reframe a little bit and um, amazing things can happen. So again, thank, oh, sorry, you want to say anything else? Oh, I just wanted to say thank you for having me here. I mean, I know we were kind of kicked in and out, but I'm, I'm really um, honored to be here with you today. And we do oh. think a lot alike. And I think that you, you really help people. I've seen you speak before and that's always very inspiring. So thank you so much for including me in, in, in this. Well, we have the Mutual Admiration Society. I love that. <laughs> That's great. All right, everybody. We'll see you next Thursday. Again, thanks to Alex Cap um, as on your head. 
but she's also a hero. And uh, I'll look forward to seeing you um, on the next show. All right. Take care. God bless. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid.